If I could describe to give my life tour in one word, it would be vulnerability. Showing up for yourself is so important. Welcome to the Give My Life Tour. I'm your host, Lydia T. Blanco. Welcome to the Give My Life Store podcast. It is me, your host, Lydia C. Blanco, and I am pumped. I'm pumped because I'm practicing gratitude today, and I'm so grateful that you decided to show up for yourself on this stop of the Give My Life Store. I am also extremely grateful because I have the opportunity to speak with someone who I think is so dope. Oh, my goodness. Her name is Adrienne Randall, or you may know her as Addie Rar. She is an artpreneur, an illustrator, and she is joining us on this stop of the Get My Life Tour. Welcome, Addie. Hello. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Y'all, I opened up my mail today, like maybe, you know, within the last hour, and I saw this package. It was an envelope that was white with gold foiled, polka dots. If you know me, I am a sucker for polka dots. And anything gold, rose gold, call me bougie, whatever. Call me bad bougie. I prefer that. But I open it up and guess what's in the mail? Yes, Adrian, just tell them what was in the mail. Tell them. You tell them. I sent you one of my favorite products, my gold getter journal. Uh, it's like a goal setting journal and you can kind of do whatever with it. Once you open it, it look into it and everything. Oh my goodness. Okay. So I refuse to open it because the packaging is so lovely. So I have a blush blue or maybe a powder blue, um, wrapping around mine with a hand tied bow. And the bow is actually like a, um, this is not considered straw. What is this called, Addie? Like, uh, tweed? I believe it's tweed. tweed. There we go. This is so dope. Like I'm not going to open this now because I'm going to open it on uh, on Instagram and tag Addie so that you can see what I'm talking about. But this goal getter journal um, has been featured in major publications. It is really um, high on the market. And I was able to feature it in the Black Enterprise gift guide, which was so dope because this is most definitely something that needs to be on you know, your girlfriend's radar, your mama's radar, your sister, your friends, whomever, right? So I'm just going to well, look at that was a commercial for you, girl, because this is so late. All right. But <laughs> Thank you. You are so welcome. And you are even more exciting than this journal, right? Adrienne, or as most know her as Addie Gore, is a modern entrepreneur focusing on uplifting women of color through her visuals and products. Addie began creating design in 2012 while still attending classes at Virginia Commonwealth University, leading to the development of art and ambition studios. That is her business. Addie's work has been traveling for her over the years, gracing features of multiple magazines, collaborating with various subscription boxes and small brands. She's also had the pleasure of, ooh, 
connecting with Essence Magazine during Essence Festival in 2018, being featured in Black Enterprise Magazine, and you may have seen her in Exile Nicole, Blavity, Refinery29, Afropunk, and more. And get this, she has even collaborated with Adidas on their Ultra Boost X, or maybe that's 10, is that extra Ultra Boost X sneakers, 50 state projects. As her work continues to grow, be on the lookout for Addie Bohr, her products and stores near you, and here on the Get My Life Tour. Welcome again, Addie. Hello. You are late. I hope you know that. I was like, let me read her bio so they understand how how important and how significant the work she's doing is. Thank you. I think that helps because when I tell people, like, I'm an artist, the first thing they think is just like, okay, you just paint and sell art. I'm like, oh, no, that's that's not even the half of what I do. Right? You do so much. And, you know, I've read your bio, and I ask everyone who comes on to get my life tour to describe who they are. Tell us who you are in your own words. I am someone who's filled with inspiration, and I have a mission to help inspire others and just uplift others in whatever career path they have. I love that. And, you know, you illustrate so beautifully, you know, where did that passion to, you know, draw and create art come from? And what led you on your journey to becoming a creator and illustrator? So I've always had this passion and desire to draw and paint and illustrate since I was little. I've been doing it my whole entire life. Um, And then when I was in college, I started doing it more. I actually have a degree in creative advertising, which Mm -hmm. is like the creation part of advertising. It has nothing to do with the numbers or anything. It's really just like designing, creating, billboards, magazine, art, like all those kinds of stuff. So I used to draw a lot in school. Mm -hmm. And after I graduated, similar to a lot of people's story, like after I graduated, I couldn't find a job in advertising. So I was just kind of like, I'm going to do this myself. Like I'm just going to go ahead full force and just do this as my career. Um, So that's what kind of made it be like right now my profession, what I do full time. Yeah. So tell us more about Art and Ambition Studios. Art Ambition Studio, that is my actual company. Um, mm-hmm. Me, Addie Law, is actually an artist under my company, but my company is a full-service like community for Black artists and designers. Um, I just launched the website last year, um, not too long ago, a few, few months ago, the end of last year, and it has a directory of Black artists and designers. So you can look up artists and designers, and you can book them for projects. We also have like a resource section like YouTube videos, articles, things that can just help artists and designers. Um, and then, like I said, I'm one of the artists under Art and Ambition Studios. And then myself, I do freelance work, whether it's for small businesses, big companies, or myself when I have my own project products um, and artwork. I love that. I love that you're building community for Black artists. I love that you are putting yourself on and really positioning yourself as an authority within the industry. You are young, you are talented, and you've been honing your craft for quite some time. What, you know, inspires your designs, and what is the story behind your designs? Thank you. Um, 
So actually, I'm inspired by just like everyday life. Um, I go to like festivals, concerts, um, just events and all, and I'm just always inspired by people around me. Where the outfits they have, the way they wear their hair, their energy, um, holidays that we celebrate, that's my biggest inspiration. And I take that and I just create a visual in my own style off of it. So you'll see I have stuff from birthday type of designs to just like mother-daughter designs. I have women with braids. I have women with short hair. Mm -hmm. So I'm just always inspired by everything and everyone around me. That is beautiful. And I just have to go back to this go-getter journal because I am looking at the illustration through the blessed blue wrapping paper. I'm telling you, I'm not (laughs) opening this right now. Um, And this woman reminds me of women who I've seen in North Carolina or Virginia, in New York, in California, all over. Um, And even in Nigeria, I am looking at an illustration of a Black woman with hips. Um, mm-hmm. with this trendy outfit. She has like on this senorita top with some jeans that are cuffed up and her hair is natural and undo. And there's like this living greenery around her. And <laughs> I just think that is so intentional. You know, I can only imagine um, the level of intentionality you have to be, especially as you draw inspiration from other places. Do you care to touch on that at all? Yeah, so I'm very intentional with my work. Um, Like, you have the goal-getter journal for the view. So that one is about just growing within your goals. I have a little greenery there. And then the person I have is, like you said, kind of an everyday person. He looks looks like someone you can see anywhere. Um, I have another journal, which is my growth journal. And with my growth journal, there's actually a woman in a bag of seeds and she's planting the seeds and as the seed plants the seed, a sunflower is actually growing. And that's for my growth journal. And that visual is basically kind of giving off the message without any words. So I'm really intentional mm-hmm. when I'm illustrating to try to speak without actually putting words in my designs or having to explain it to someone. They can actually really understand it visually um, before I even say anything about it. I think that is so that is so beautiful. With you describing it, what I hear is the bloom where you're planted. And my favorite flower of all time is the sunflower. So I'm like, okay, so now I know what I need to purchase. Um, I mean, I want to buy the whole site, but I'm not balling just yet. Um, but your your art speaks to, to me. Um, it resonates with me. And it is something that I see resonates with people all over. I know we first connected, shout out to the power of social media, we first connected on LinkedIn. And yes. immediately when I saw your illustrations, I was like, who is this young lady? Who is she? Um, I couldn't wait to have some form of communication with you. And I'm just so glad that I'm, I'm learning more about your journey, right? So we talked about, you know, the story behind your designs and drawing inspiration, but I have to ask, since this is to get my life tour, on your journey, mm-hmm. on your life tour, what has been a get my life moment that plays a role in the way you show up every day as a woman, but also as an artist? Um, so it will definitely be um, it's of two things. So one thing would be my niece. I have a niece who's 15 years old, and I am like her role model. 
she looks mm-hmm. up to me when it comes to everything, whether it's like the way she wears her hair, the glasses she wants to wear, just like everything. <laughs> I have so to say you have a talk- dope glasses collection. I have to just say that Thank because you. <laughs> you are out here living your best friend's life, okay? <laughs> I love glasses. Um I I have like twelve pairs. So she like she's she's just like that. She I wouldn't say she wants to be like me, but I am a great influence on her life. So because I have that and she's I'm not that much older than her. Like I'm older, but I'm not like 30, 40 years older than my niece. So I've been in her life her entire life. So she kind of just motivates me no matter what every day to just keep going and being the best woman that I can be so that she can see that and that she can grow into the best woman that she'll be um, when she grow up. Um, as far as like my being an artist and showing up every day as an artist, it would be a moment where I was in a relationship with my um, ex-boyfriend, it was, we actually had a great relationship as a whole, but it started to have my career suffer a little bit with the relationship. Um, I wasn't showing up every day doing what I needed to do to be successful in my business. Um, and once we broke up, which was a mutual decision to just break up, um, I started to bloom and I started to blossom as an artist and I seen my career just grow so much more than it was before. And I don't look at it as a negative thing. It was just more so sometimes I have to like leave behind people or situations just to get to my next part of my life. Um, So it took me having to be like, ah, I know I want a relationship, but right now I got to get myself together to focus on my work. So the relationship right now just kind of has to be on pause. You know, sacrificing something as, Sacred as a relationship is so challenging. Oh my goodness, my hat is off to you. And I love the fact that, yeah. you know, you share that it's like it was mutual because I think oftentimes we don't think that we can move on in a copacetic manner or really make those yep. tough life decisions for not only our careers, but for who it is that we're called to be. So thank you so much for sharing. Yeah, no problem. It's something I don't share. A, I didn't share a lot when, when it happened on social media because I'm an artist and he's actually an artist too. So <laughs> everyone do is just like this artist couple. So when it split, it was like we actually still hung out. We still went to art shows and stuff like that together. It wasn't a big dramatic thing. It, like, it wasn't a negative breakup anyway. So it was a reason to kind of make a scene about it. We just kind of parted ways. And still to this day, we're friends. We still talk. We still actually hit up art shows together and stuff like that. That's, I love that. That's beautiful. Oh, my goodness. Shout out to everyone who is making life decisions with other people in mind and being intentional. I think that's major. And, you know, for you to be able to make a decision at your age, in your life stage, that big, it speaks to how far you are going to go. My hat is off to you. It really is. You are so welcome. Thank you. You know, so I have to ask, what stories do you want your illustrations to tell the world about Black women and Black artists? Ooh, okay. (laughs) Well, the biggest thing I want my work to do is tell the world that Black women, we come in every shape, size, color, complexion. We just come 
and like a variety pack. <laughs> we are not just mm-hmm. one dimensional at all. Um, it's one thing that actually is fun about what I do is because I can recreate those and show people who may not think that, oh, but I don't know a black woman would have a body like that or wear her hair like that. Um, so it's pretty cool, especially with me trying to aim for getting my work into bigger brands and stores. I love the fact that I'm kind of going against the grain. Like I'm showing you how everyday black women look, how we wear our hair, how we may dress, um, and not just what mainstream may think a black woman may look like or wear her hair dress. I love that. You know, how much of you shows up in your work? <laughs> All of it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, gatekeeper. <laughs> no, so um, when I first started, um, like started working and actually like painting and illustrating more, first thing people would say is like, oh, why does she have a fro and stuff? I'm like, what, me, Adrian, I actually have a fro. <laughs> like, I wear yeah. glasses. I, you know, this is outfits I actually own. Some of the outfits that I create are outfits that I have in my closet, and I may have a picture in it, and I just recreated it. So um, I'm, I'm a piece of me is in every single of my work, whether it's like the way I've worn my hair before, a pair of shoes I've, I own, a pair of jeans I owned. Um I am in every piece of my artwork and also in like my men's illustration because they're kind of new. I just started doing the illustration over like the last year. Um, some of those illustrations are people I've dated before. Well, um, okay, and then shout out to them for the inspiration. It's so yeah. funny when I was looking at your site. I, let me go back because... I was looking at one card in particular, and I was like, who is this man that she drew? And <laughs> to my surprise, this is a real person. Who was it? Chuck, right? I think it's Chuck. Oh, it's yeah. Red yes. Chuck is a real person. I didn't date him, but he is a real person. So I'm inspired by real-life people that I may know. And then I said, um, I mean, like any artist, I think this is something that every artist has in common. It's like our real life goes into our work. Um, mm-hmm. and that's kind of how my artwork is too. Like sometimes it's like, yeah, I mean, I dated him. He's not in my life anymore, but I still have this piece of artwork with him on it. So like so many people live on the pages because I'm a poet. I'm yes. like, I'm like, hello. Oh, you're back again. You're still breathing, right? <laughs> it happens. Look, don't, don't yeah. mess with a creative. Okay. We have ways. Mm-hmm. Look, but Chuck is so fly. So Chuck has on a, what is it, a Canadian tuxedo, a denim top and denim pants with some brown loafers and a red blazer, a brown koofie, and he is bearded and carrying this leather backpack. I was like, let me see Chuck walking by. Chuck, is that you? No? Okay, great. I was just like, oh, my goodness. Right? But the unchuck, your illustrations are so beautiful and they're empowering they're inspiring they're uplifting you have this um this whole collection dedicated to love and i think that is so important for us to see you have you know a collection dedicated to women surviving breast cancer and it's so intentional like there are women illustrated who have mastectomies everything um here really you know, speaks to who we are as a people. Tell us why that's important to you. 
Um, it's really important to me because there's not a lot of artwork that features black men or women um, that just represents us in real life things that we go through. Because uh, my cards that are dedicated to love, sometimes we don't see black love enough. So I'm glad I'm able to create so people can see that, hey, black people, we have love too. You know, we have love amongst each other as well. Um, things from like breast cancer. I've had someone really close to me pass breast cancer. So that was something I had to do as far as an awareness project. Um, so, and I also have like mother, mother, daughter cards. I have father's day cards. I have things that we celebrate. Like again, that mainstream may not realize that we as black people celebrate because sometimes we have a negative um, kind of view on the outside, but I have father's day cards. And I have Mother's Day cards, and they are really cute and um, really fun. I put some personality in those. I love it. And Mother's Day and Father's Day are actually closer than you think. Um, so yeah. if you haven't, make sure that you go to Addie Warren, that is A-D-D-I-E-R-A-W-R.com forward slash shop so that you can see what's going on. Um, now, look. We're not done, but I just had to make sure that I plug so that when you listen and you're at this point in the conversation and you're curious, you can scroll on the site while you are listening. Shout out to yeah. technology. Um, but, you know, it's important here on the Get My Life Tour when someone is a creator, someone is a creative, and they actually make a living by being an entrepreneur and selling um, a product or providing a service that, you know, we have space here on tour for people to make a living. Um, it's been incredible the way that you all have been able to support these incredible women who come on, you know, tour with us. So I just have to always plug, okay? Right. So now back to our regular, <laughs> you're welcome. Back to our regular schedule programming. Tell us more about your entrepreneurial journey and how you got started. So you have, you know, art and ambition. You have, you know, your entire collection. But, you know, I know I'm getting to this now, but I want to know what it's been like for you to be in business. You're a full-time entrepreneur. Congratulations. Thank you. Yes, a big deal. It is a it is a big deal. You know, a lot of us are in corporate or we, we are in corporate and we have side hustles or we're thinking about leaping or, you know, we're in that space. Um, so there's something for all of us to gain from your journey and I wanna know more about it. Yeah, so I um like you read it when you read my bio, I actually started art and ambition studios back when I was in college. And at that time it was just an idea to create um, designs and do a more so a design service. It wasn't product-based or anything at all at that point. It was just me doing illustrations, T-shirt designs, and flyer designs for, like, campus um, organizations and stuff, actually. Um, and then it went from that to I graduated from college, and after I graduated from college, I couldn't really find a job in the advertising field, which I honestly would love to still work in, but um, I couldn't find a job. I applied, went on hundreds of interviews, and it just didn't work out. Um, so I took that time to say, okay, I'm just going to focus on Art and Ambition Studios. I, I did have a job. I had a full-time job and everything, but I was still working on Art and Ambition Studios. 
I started to paint more, illustrate more, and actually show it on social media. Um, I built my website and everything. I started to participate in like art shows locally. At this time, I was living in Richmond, Virginia, and I was participating in art shows, pop-up shops, um, and just try to get my name out there. And it actually didn't, well, I mean, that was from 2013, 14, 15, even 16, 17. It was just kind of like straight working. Like, I was everywhere. I used to go to New York for events. I would go to Charlotte a lot for events, D.C. for events. I was just trying my hardest to just get my name out there and just keep putting out work. Um, And then one of my biggest campaigns I got hired for was in 2017, and that's the Refinery29 and Adidas project. And it was probably one of the coolest things still ever, because I didn't apply for this project or anything. They contacted me (laughs) through email. And when you get an email like that from a company such as like Refinery29, the first thing you think is like, this is not real. Like, I don't know what's going on. (laughs) This this can't be real. Um, But after like talking back and forth about it for like a few weeks, I was like, okay, this is actually a real project. Y'all really about to pay me money, like with a comma in it (laughs) type of money. And I was like, okay. Um, but what that project actually was was me hand painting a pair of Ultra Boost X, Ultra Boost X sneakers, and Adidas had I think it was only like it was fifty for each state, each state in the United States, and I think they had like twenty five different artists working on the project. I actually only got one state to paint. Um, I didn't get two shoes, just one pair of shoes I had to paint. Um, and they actually auctioned them off. So I got paid like an upfront fee for my service, and then they auctioned each shoe off, and the proceeds from the auction went to a nonprofit called Women Win. Um, wow. So that was like, that was super cool because it's just like, wow, I really just, and I've never painted a pair of sneakers before this. Like, that's not even <laughs> the field that I'm in. So it kind of, and that just jumpstart everything. So from that point of 2017 to now, I've gotten a lot more recognition from bigger brands and like platforms. Um, I went on to be a vendor at Essence Festival in 2018, um, which was great in a big learning experience because Essence Festival has half a million people come and show up. So it was a really big experience, especially as an entrepreneur to be able to vendor such a large event. And I learned so much from it as far as like having a team, inventory, even when it comes to like pricing my products and everything. So it's it's been a journey for sure. Yeah. And, you know, I have to ask, what is it like working with these brands? Right. So it's so exciting. Do you ever have moments as an entrepreneur where you're like, you know what, actually, this isn't aligned with my vision or what it is that I'm setting out to do. And then if so, how do you handle those, you know, occurrences? Yeah, so um, I experienced that for the first time last year. And it was a project I got hired for. Same kind of thing that happened with the Adidas project. I'm with Refinery29. I got reached out by a company, and they were were actually in charge, like, marketing for another company. I'm not going to say the actual company's name, mm-hmm. but they're a feminine, feminine, feminine hygiene product. Um, so their marketing team reached out to me and asked me to get on board a project when I can do some custom illustrations. Everything was great. We signed the contract and everything. 
And after like two months of working with them and doing numerous drafts of the work, they just weren't feeling it. And it wasn't, um, so in the beginning, it was, it was kind of disappointment to myself. Like, oh man, they're not feeling my work. Like I'm not good enough for them. But I had to realize that I was doing what I, I do. Like I'm doing my artwork the way I do my artwork. And they just wanted me to like dumb down all my artwork. They just kind of like, it's too bright. It's too detailed. And it's just like, mm. you're taking away everything that I'm known for when it comes to my work. And you want me to just have this plain, simple design. I was like, that's, that's really not me though. Um, and I yeah. had to kind of have a moment with myself and I'm like, okay, do I just still do it so I can just have this project under my belt? Like it's a lot of money and it's a really big company or do I walk away from it? And I actually decided to walk away from it, um, which took a lot. It took a lot. And at first I was really sad about it. Like, man, I just missed out on a lot of money. I just missed out on having something on my resume that would be like amazing. And I was really sad about it at first. I kind of didn't want to talk to nobody about it. Um, mm. And then I got to the point where I was acceptance of it. And I was just like, hey, it wasn't meant for you. And would you have been happy if you would have put that out? So I got to a mm. point where I was just really much like just satisfied with turning down something so big because that that company just wasn't for me. It's great that you got to that point. There's so much... That just is not for us. You know, mm-hmm. it looks good. It sounds good. But when it doesn't feel good and you discern that in your spirit, that's when it's time to walk away. And I have yep. to ask, you know, what did you learn in letting go? Um, I learned that, one, everything's going to be okay. Um, I let it go and... I'm still going up, you know, I'm still succeeding. I'm still getting projects and everything. And I also learned that, like you said, like everything isn't meant for me, but the next project might be for me. Um, and I didn't lose anything. Like I, I did lose some time and everything, but I didn't lose myself. And that's the biggest part that I'm happy with is I didn't lose myself or lessen myself um, by staying on that project. You know, Addie. <laughs> okay, let me just tell you all something. Addie is not 75. She is not 50. She's not 40. She's not even 30. Okay? No. Nope. I am blown away. And it's not because I'm like 400 years old, right? <laughs> but I am blown away by your level of wisdom and maturity. There are so many young entrepreneurs who are extremely arrogant. Um mm-hmm. oh I said um because I had to stop myself from <laughs> saying something else. <laughs> Shout out to um being a filler word um and a good filter at times. But I wanna know where that level of where does that humility come from? So many people have not uh ugh, some people just miss humility altogether. What keeps you grounded? Um well Definitely my faith. You know, I am a believer of Christ and I just know that this is what I've prayed for and this is what I'm working towards. And because I prayed for and working towards it, everything that's meant for me is going to be for me. And also with that is like, I can't see it as I'm better than someone. I can't see it as I'm doing better than anyone or I have more than anyone else. 
it's just I'm I'm just doing what's for me and I'm just getting what's for me out here. Like it's not a competition of trying to see if I can do better than the next person. It literally is just trying to be like the best version of myself and get everything that's like that belongs to me. Um, sometimes mm-hmm. it, some things may not belong to me. And also it, it's definitely the environment I grew up. I'm from Norfolk, Virginia, um, and not the best place, you know, and everything like that. So mm-hmm. I'm coming from a place where a lot of people don't get to even move out of Norfolk, Virginia. A lot of people still live there. A lot of people are there struggling. So I'm very humble when it comes to I'm being able to be where I'm at right now, coming from um, a place like that. It's just like mm-hmm. I have nothing but, like, gratitude towards my whole life because it's like it could be taken away but I'm I'm not going to I'm not going to boast or brag about it you know of course I clap for myself but I don't yeah. definitely try not to stuff it in nobody's face or brag about it because it is just something I work for and stuff that I deserve and that's kind of like just about it it's not a competition to me so you spoke about remaining grounded how can you remain encouraged you know Sometimes as a creator or a creative, you're like, oh, my goodness, you hit a wall. And there's so many things out there on our journeys that can be discouraging. But I want to know, how do you remain encouraged? Um, I will have to give that to, like, my support system. I have, like, a what I call a creative circle. And it's just, like, a circle of friends who do we um we kind of like talk about different projects that we're on and doing and everything and it's not just artists they're actually like a photographer they have DJs they have people who are bloggers I just have like this circle of creators and we all just kind of keep each other motivated we talk about the good we talk about the bad we keep each other accountable so that group of like friends is a little bit different than like personal friends who just kind of like just know me on a personal level. These are people who are kind of in the same boat. So they're coming from a place of like experience sometimes when they give advice. And we just, like I said, we just constantly encourage each other and push each other, hold each other accountable. Um, and having that type of friendship with other creatives has really been the way I've been able to stay afloat this long. That's really good. You know, isolation is so easy especially when you're in the grind and the thick of it and you're like, okay, I need to sit down and get this done. Okay. I need to do X, Y, and Z. Building community and keeping those around you who hold you accountable, but also root for you is really important. Yeah. It's, it's one of the things I tell people all the time. Um, and like I said, the, the key part to me is that it's not actually artists and illustrators. Um, I have artists and illustrator friends, but my circle that I keep around me to keep me encouraged and motivated don't do the exact same thing that I do. And I feel like it helps because we're all coming from a different like um, view, but at the same mm-hmm. time, we all kind of have similarities when it comes to the overall experience of being a freelancer or entrepreneur and everything. That's really good. You know, I have to ask, what advice do you have for others who want to become entrepreneurs and really, you know, live out loud as an artist? Yes. So the biggest advice is just start now. Like start right now. 
whatever it is that you need to start on, just do it now. That could be creating a website. That could be sending that email that you need to send to that person. It could be posting a video. Um, just start now. I know I'm I'm a big planner person, but even with me being someone who wants to be planned everything to the T, I make sure I like actually just get it started. Uh, and you'll see a big difference by just actually starting on the project instead of just kind of planning, 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 because at some point you've got to stop planning and actually just like put in the action and start doing it. Mm, that's good. Now, you know, I have a feeling that there's someone who's tuned in who may be afraid to put their work out there. Social media is a power, powerful vehicle, but I can imagine how intimidating this could be to put something as precious as your artwork out there and your response rate may not be high or you receive a comment or nothing at all. Um, mm-hmm. But it's still very necessary to do, especially as an artist, <laughs> right? Uh, when we talk about yes. audience and reach and, you know, making, you know, those sales, right? What What do you have to say to that person? Um, just do it, you know, um, like just still put it out there as as hard as it is to ignore the number of likes or the number of followers or so just try to keep doing like when I'm, for example, when I got that project with, um, with finding 29s and Adidas, I didn't even have 10,000 followers or so. Um, like now I have a lot of followers, but at that time, I think I only had like 7,000 followers or so, which is not a big number where you're thinking of working with a company like Refining 29s and Adidas. So it just comes with just keep putting it out there. Someone's looking, you know, some company may be looking, another artist may be looking. And if you stop, you're kind of stopping yourself from getting to that next level. So no matter what, just keep putting the work out there. I I really hope that whoever is tuned in and needed that advice really huge to it. Putting yourself out there feels almost at times like you're naked. You know, to get my life mm-hmm. is all about vulnerability. So I love having these conversations because this is the how through podcast. And mm-hmm. it's always encouraging to speak to women like you who are like, just do it, just do it. Because sometimes that's what you need to hear. One of my favorite quotes, Addie, is uh, by Nike, and it says, or it goes, yesterday you said tomorrow. Girl, isn't it good? Isn't it good? Yesterday you said tomorrow. I... I think I saw that for the first time when I was in college and it was on a billboard. And I was like, oh, my gosh, we got to go back all the way around because I need to see that one more time. And I did. Like, I'm like, if I want something, I'm going to get it. And I drove all the way back. And I was like, yesterday you said tomorrow? Uh, that is so true, though. <laughs> that's, that's, that's so true. It's such a true statement. Oh, man. <laughs> it is. When I like, I have to check myself sometimes when there's something that I'm putting off, or when I think mm-hmm. about putting some something out there, I'm like, okay, hmm, uh, I'm not mm, uh, all that doubt, all that fear, all that negative stuff, talk, all those excuses have to go out the window. So I love that you said, just do it, just do it, right? Uh, this is and you feel so much. Go ahead. Go you ahead. feel so much better when you do it, right? 
you know, another, another quote that I love. Done is better than perfect. Yes. I, I love yes. that quote. I don't know who said that. Shout out to them and their mama now. But done is better than perfect. You know, every stop on the Get My Life Tour, we have a mic drop moment. And that is the opportunity for the guest to stay, take center stage and drop the mic. I'm going to give you a second, but I want you to think about what your mic drop moment is. What is it that you want to leave with us on this stop through tour? All righty. Let me think about it. <laughs> All right. So one thing I want everyone to just leave with, and I'm going to leave with too, is believe in yourself. Um be your biggest cheerleader. I am my biggest cheerleader. I am my number one fan. And me believing in myself and constantly making sure I show up every day for myself is going to be what makes me become that millionaire. So if you want it, you have to just constantly believe in yourself. Don't let no one else tell you anything. Otherwise, just keep showing up for yourself, and I promise you the results will begin to show. There you have it. I agree, okay? Just <laughs> be your own fan, be your number one fan. Believe. You know, I think when people hear that sometimes, they're like, oh, I know, I know. But that I know, I know response, mentality, um, you know, and thinking is what stagnates people. Yep. I needed to hear that. Yep. Believe in yourself. Show up for yourself. That's what, you know, this podcast is about showing up for yourself. Addie, it has been a moment. Great. <laughs> I have been smiling ear to ear. I've had great enthusiasm about sitting down and having this conversation with you because there is some little girl, little boy who loves to draw or a teenager or, you know, young woman or, you know, a woman who is more seasoned or a man who's more seasoned, whatever the case may be, um, who needed to hear from you so that they could just do it, so that they could believe in themselves and so that they could create, you know, the beauty that they want to see in the world. Thank you so much for being who you are for showing up for yourself and showing up for us. You know, you represent us, and I'm so glad that you do it well. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Uh, thank you for allowing me to tell my story in, like, a different way so people can kind of see me as a person and see me as the person behind the brand. Um, so, yeah, thank you for that. You are so welcome. My goodness, I have gotten so much you know and I'm I was thinking about okay what what are we gonna what are we gonna call this I'm not even sure I'm playing with a few titles right now but you will see because I'm thinking of living off of the canvas you know how to illustrate your future um we'll see we will see what the title of this episode is nevertheless thank you again Addie it has been great and thank you so much you. for showing up. Yes. I am so glad that you joined us on this stop of the tour. Oh, my goodness. It has been beautiful.
beautifully illustrated. Ooh, how about that? Yeah. <laughs> Add album cover. Album cover. Yes. Okay, look. Pay me. Addie, let people know how they can stay connected with you. Yeah, so you can stay connected with me by um, joining my VIP list on my website. And that my website is com. A-D-D-I-E-R-A-W-R.com. Um, I have a VIP list that you can join as an email list, and I don't send out emails a lot. Um, you can follow me on Instagram, same thing, Addywar. And you also can like my page on Facebook, and I'm just Art by Addywar on Facebook. Perfect. Do yourself a favor and follow Addie. You will not be disappointed. If you're looking for some more inspiration to add to your curated timeline, you want to make sure that you are receiving light and her illustrations are just that. Be sure to stay connected with myself at, at Lydia T. Blanco on all social platforms and, of course, to get my life tour. I want to know what you think about this stop on a tour. Talk to me. Talk to Addie. Let's keep the conversation going as we journey and as we show up for ourselves and others, okay? It has been real. Thank you so much. And I will see you on the next stop of the Get My Life Tour. Peace. Mm-hmm.